And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. And I have never, ever, 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 ever seen you not more excited to record a podcast, but just more excited to be a person on Earth. What a time to be alive. What a time <laughs> you to be alive. You set me up for it. Come on. You set me up for it. Juliette, um, tell the people why you're so excited. Last night, mm. I journeyed what? across the the San Fernando Valley and went to where the Bachelor Mansion. The Bachelor Mansion for night one of Ben Higgins' season. So, um, you don't have any strong feelings about a particular member of the cast of this year's Bachelor, do you? This is uncomfortable because I legitimately have a crush on Ben. Most of the crushes I talk about on the show are like jokey jokes. Uh-huh. This is real. This is real. <laughs> this is real. So, like, would you say that you'll be disappointed when you see him establishing connections with other women on the show? Um, last night, I was like, I can't believe that I just met him and he's about to date 25 women. Life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> when you see Ben, you're like, oh, that's a guy on TV I have a crush on? Or are you like, that's a guy in the planet that I'm going to date? Um, I wouldn't go that far. It seems pretty far-fetched at this moment. However, uh-huh. like... If he was not The Bachelor, I would be like, how can I use my ABC connections to like meet this guy? Like, I- <laughs> Please. So let's walk this back a little bit because I want details. Okay. Take me chronologically in excruciating detail through the entire thing. What time were you supposed to be there? Um, they started filming at sundown, like after sundown, and so mm-hmm. I said they started filming. So I got there at like seven thirty. So right when the sun went down, basically. As soon as, as I can soon arrive, as you, you were just waiting there for the sun to go past the horizon. By the way, staring at the Pacific Ocean. There's so much traffic. There was so much traffic, and like it didn't phase me at all. I was like so <laughs> excited, so excited. So you get there. Who's your point of contact? Like, is there security down at like the bottom of the driveway it where you park? How does it work? You park in a in a, like a dirt lot, and mm-hmm. they like they, they bust you up okay. to the house. Does anyone like who are you? What what are you doing no. here? No. Just not at all. Well, you no, they were like they're like I didn't know where to go. So like all these PAs were like, "Can we help you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm like I'm a guest of one of the producers." Uh-huh. And they're like, "Okay, go up there, she'll help you." But they just keep like pushing you over to other people. At no point they if like check were my just, name against the guest you, list. Not that this is the case, but if you were some sort of crazed obsessed Ben H fan, you could have just like walked up on there. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not that you're that way at all. I I did ask if I could come. Like a lot of the time, like like things are offered. Like as you as you will see on Food News, so Domino's offered us a brownie, and I accepted. Uh-huh. Um, this time, I was like, I love Ben. Can I come tonight? One, I want to meet him. So, but the thing is, is whoever received that email is like, oh, this woman really loves Ben that she's seen on camera. But you actually like love him, like real emotion. So then I saw him in person. First of all, I now know there's two Bens. There's on camera Ben, and there's real Ben. Ooh, yeah. do dish. Ben is at all times charming and like very politician like, as we noted yes. on Caitlyn's season. Put together is how I would describe him. He is so clearly going to be successful no matter what he does. Like a lot of people being on The Bachelor would like afflict your reputation for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, I can't hire someone who's on reality TV who like thought they could find love. But yeah. Ben is so charming and just like he's also just so handsome that like he, he just pres- and he was wearing just, like a very like Obama like suit, like a navy uh-huh. suit, very well tailored. He looked very sharp without looking too hip. Okay. He just, it was just like. 
Classic. classic. He's a classic man. And like a lot of people wanted to meet him, and there was like suits from ABC who he hadn't met before, and like mm-hmm. freaks like me who were just like asked to come. A lot of women who wanted to take pictures with him, like in between shots. And he was like, he shook everyone's hand. He's like, it's so great to meet you. Like, thanks for coming. He was like, he acted like it was actually his house, and he was the host. Like, it was very impressive. Can we just stop for a second? Yeah. I'm just so happy for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so happy for you. Like, you know, we're friends and everything. It's just I like it when my friends are happy, and I've never seen you this animated. And just like so much life in your body, you know what I mean? It just comes across. Like you really like this guy and you enjoyed the experience and it makes me happy. I also really liked it because I No, was no, like, no. Don't walk it back. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it like even more embarrassing for oh, myself. Oh, okay. Okay, good, good, good. It's only getting worse from here. Good, good, good. So the producer who um, who like allowed me to come, who Shout I asked. Shout to them. Rob, thank you. He was like, oh, do you want to meet him? And I was like, yeah. And I was like nervous, excited, because I have a crush on him. And then he, I, like, I, I, everywhere, I'm like, Juliet from Grantland, you know? Like, yeah. this is Juliet from Grantland. They cover the show. Mm-hmm. And he was, and so he was like about to like, I was with a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, this is Juliet from Grantland. And they're about to like, he was about to like go down the line, shake hands, but he did like a double take. And he was like, wait, from Grantland? I listened to that podcast. So like there was like some recognition and I was so relieved we were never negative about him like the whole time. <laughs> we weren't. That's why he listened. Yeah. We were like, because Ben H, it's, it's, he was my first impression rose winner. The thing is, it's like we cover this thing like the way like Schefter and Clayton cover the NFL. Yeah. So of course like they listen. You know what I mean? It's like right. there's no one else that cares this much sure. except for them in the world. But like we both assume that like only our parents listen to this. Like yes. we like forget. Yeah. It feels that way. Yeah. So I was like, wow, like this person who was like an abstract concept that we were talking about is real and listened to our podcast. So that so was really So let's really just go exciting. more meta. Is it, do you think he's listening to this now and does that make you feel weird? Um, no, because I just feel like we'll never interact again. Like, it's just like he's back to being an abstract Julia, concept. Julia, you don't feel like you'll never interact again. There is a part of you that feels like well, you're I, going to spend the rest of your lives no, together. No, I don't think there that. There is a part no, of you that no. feels that way. No. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there is. I think I'm a very realistic person, and there is not. I do think there's a good chance I would interview him before the premiere in January. And you're already thinking about what outfit you're going to wear. Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, I need to know beforehand if he finds love or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But if he finds love, I don't think he will. And I'm not just saying that because I have a crush on him. <laughs> They're me... laughing at you in the control room. Can you Let hear me... that? Yes, I can. This is so embarrassing. Are we going to hear this podcast? Yes, I love this podcast. It's so embarrassing. Um, I don't think he will because he is so political. Like, he was very comfortable on camera right away. Mm-hmm. He had very good lines from when the girls got out of the camp, out of Off the, limo. the cuff lines or like pre-rehearsed. He lines. had a few that he was rotating, and like he would say it first, and then he would like perfect it the second time, and then give, he'd push give me it the too one far. that you texted me that I love. Um, hope I don't get in trouble for repeating this. Uh, he said to the girls, uh, welcome to the mansion. Welcome to the mansion. It's, I just want to say that every time someone comes to my house. It's so good. The mailman comes back, welcome to the mansion. It's so good because. It takes ownership over the situation, yep. which is like good on a number of levels. It's sort of, of self-effacing in a it's way. It's sort of self-effacing. It has very, very delicate hints of Hugh Hefner in a bathroom being like, <laughs> yes. welcome to my mansion. And, and all of my, my, my women. Exactly. All of my women, welcome to my mansion. Totally. Like it was very like um, – 
playboy, but in a funny way, not in a gross mm-hmm. way. I just thought it was a great line. And so he said that a, a couple times and would like move on to the next one. He was just like so okay. comfortable. Again, another time out. Okay. What was the worst thing about Ben H? Like, what, if, like, let, like, you know, what were you like, ooh, I didn't like that. that I he don't was, like that. He was too amenable to like producer intervention. Like if they had to like reshoot stuff, mm-hmm. he was almost like too comfortable doing it. He's really good on camera. Really? He's really good. So I now know that like when he speaks in his very direct, like articulate, like mm-hmm. Caitlin, I need to talk to you. I know that you came to my room and I, I took a shower and when I came back, something was different. Like that very kind of like logical, sequential And there ben, were cum stains everywhere. What do you say? And there were cum stains everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that logical Ben is not like the Ben who just like is like chatting on the side, but it's like part of his persona. He's just, that's why I think he's going to be successful like professionally because he just, at a, on a so dime, can you, just like pull it together. You think that he's, I just want to get why you don't think he'll find love because what I think you think that is because you want him to find love with you. I don't think we're going to find love together. Okay. I don't think that he will, like, trick himself into being vulnerable enough. Like, I don't think, like, he'll... Like, for any relationship to, like, really go for it, you have to, like, allow a delusion to kind of take over. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that happening because he's so aware of the situation. Here's a question for you that I'm sure the ABC producers will love that I ask. (laughs) You're... I know you. You're intelligent and you're objective and you sort of, like, understand the way the world works. Do you see... Like every female in America falling in love with this man the same way you have. Like, do you, like, are you like yes. when you look in the future? Do you think this is going to be one of those like yeah. sweeping the nation? Ratings go up. Everyone loves this guy. He's perfect, sort of a thing. Or could this backfire in like a Juan Pablo kind of way? Uh, definitely not a Juan Pablo situation. I think everyone will love him. I just don't know if like um, he will be dramatic enough. Like we're coming off the Caitlyn season where mm. she's had sex with everyone and broke the show. Yeah, I loved it. I don't see Ben doing that. I don't, I'm like, maybe he'll have sex with everyone, but I don't know. I think he'll do it in a more, um, like, strategic way. Well, I think, didn't Ben have sex with Caitlyn? Yeah. I assume so. So he's up for it. He went to the fantasy suites. I think this. I think there is a, he's very polished, but I think it's intentional. I don't think it's innate. Like, I think there is sort of like a, a like, Ben with his boys from back home, sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, sort of like frat boy, you know, you know, kind yeah. of a, like a, like maybe he's not the perfect politician that we all think he is. But that, that even that, makes him better for The Bachelor. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I think that he's going to and you just refuse to accept any criticism of this guy. <laughs> Like, seriously, Juliet, you'll spin anything into a positive. Like, he's a, my, it was a double murder. He killed everybody and then he ate the bodies. He would never do that. You'll be like, he was just being economical. He'd kill it and he then eat just, it. You know what I mean? Like, at least he's not that. wasting the people. Um, the biggest indictment of me, I brought like one of my best friends, my friend Catherine. Shout and she Catherine. was like, he has really strong Chandler Parsons vibes. Do you realize that? And she was like, She's <laughs> messing with you, Juliet, and she knows you. No, she was making Come fun on. of me. She was making fun of me. She was like, you are ridiculous. Who makes fun of you more about this, her or me? Um, definitely you. You good. take the crap. That makes me feel good. I, this is the best way I, I thought of this this morning when I was preparing my thoughts for this podcast. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> ben is the perfect embodiment of the emoji that has hearts for eyes. Because I just feel like that's like both how, how I feel about him and that embodies his spirit. Like, but you know how during the World Cup when you do like hashtag USA and the USA flag would come up, it should be like hashtag Ben with that emoji. Listen to yourself. I don't know if we Just can air this podcast. Listen to yourself. We're definitely airing this podcast. I love it. Do you think I will have more fans or less fans? After more this? fans. This is great. This is the real you. Are you gonna cry? It's no. Okay. I thought you were gonna cry. No. Can I make you cry? No. Okay. Fine. Um. Other thing I would say about the show, aside from my love for Ben. Hmm. Is that it's really hard to now go behind the scenes without applying the unreal 
Were no you just care. picking out people and then figuring out which character on a real like, day were? You? I was like, who's, yes. I was like, who's the Rachel here? Yeah. And I was like, who is the, did you find a Rachel? No. I mean, what about hunky cameraman that cheats on his girl? Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's he was like, there. There's a huge male like production staff, like lights and what about, cameras. What about grips in like the grip truck doing like, you know, one hitters? It's like you, it's surprising there hasn't been unreal. Hasn't happened sooner. There hasn't been like a reality show about making the show mm. because it's like it's like a 10. I'm sure week, it's been pitched. It's like a 10 week camp about these people making this TV show. Like, they travel together and like they have really crazy hours. Like when I woke, I got home. At like twelve thirty, and I woke up at six thirty, and I was like, "They just finished their first day of shooting. Like it yeah. just ended. Like that's like a crazy. Even that one day, and then they have to the shoot show. the next day. They, you know what I mean? It's not. It's not like yeah. oh, that was a. It's not like a one day thing. They have to do that forever. It's a lot of work. Thank I, God they do it because I love this franchise. I know. I do too. And like you know, it's like exciting seeing the limos come up. I just was totally fanning out as I've as I've displayed on this podcast. Am I gonna have a crush on any of the women? Because that really carries me through the yeah, season. There's there's like I think a couple that you're gonna like. Really, they're, they're pretty. It seems like. There might a, be a, pre- a preference, a preference a for across brunettes. the board. Did you see any keepers? Because sometimes it's like a bunch of sevens, but no nines. You know what I mean? There's some nines. There's some nines for sure. Good. I, one thing I liked about this crop of girls is that they looked more like real world beautiful, mm. like not like just dyed their hair a certain color. Ashley I beautiful. Yeah. Like Ashley has beautiful, but she's got this very sort of like, like TV vibe, plasticky TV. There beauty. was a lot of like real, real pretty girls. Good. Um. And yeah, it was. I mean, it was like really fun. It was just surreal. It was really fun, and like seeing like Mike Fleiss was cool, and it just was awesome. Like I, I I'm really happy for I you. I had a great time. Also, like, I mean, obviously, I had a great time because Ben listens to our podcast. Like, I like <laughs> what else could I ask for? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how the night could have been better, except for him to like quit the show and be like, let's we have a drink. <laughs> let's actually do this. <laughs> that it was great good good well there's always something to look forward to you know what i mean you don't want to like you don't want him to fall in love with you like immediately you know what i mean it'll be a better story if it if it, if it burns slowly over time it'd be really good for him for to be like yeah i found love on the bachelor but not in the way that you think with this chick that podcast with this dude about it who's totally crazy and asked to come to the first night <laughs> exactly and he's probably like this instead, is so shakespearean this is just an, he's probably gonna get a restraining order after listening to this one although good. I just wonder. I, I wanted. I meant to ask this. I forgot. I need to like next time we have access to the, the brain trust. I wonder what the cell phone situation is like for Ben for the girl. You have to have to be able to communicate. Like, what if there's a, like a family emergency of some sort? Like, you have to you have to check in with your email and text and, and voicemails. Like, you just absolutely have to as, as a human being nowadays. Yeah. Oh, I asked a few after paradise question or paradise questions. Oh, good job, Juliet. Thank God, you. You're the best. You know, I was. Thank you so much for being an investigative journalist. No problem. So the crew stays an hour away from. Whoa. An hour away. That from is them. the worst drive home. You know what I mean? Like after a long yeah. day of shooting these people, giving each other herpes, you're just like, oh, God, now I have to sit in that bumpy bus and drive for an hour. But on the other hand, it's also kind of like when you're off, you're far away from your your day job and you're in Mexico. It's kind of great. I bet they get some days off. Yeah. What, what did they say it, about the beach un- and the water situation? It's union labor, so they have to get some days off. Oh, um, good. I did not ask about that. Okay. Um. What else did I ask? A lot of the stuff I feel like probably shouldn't repeat. Okay, uh, okay good. <laughs> um, let's see. Don't get don't, fired. Yeah, don't. I don't want to get fired. It's my, cor- my part of our corporate family. It's not that uh, you don't want to get fired. You just want to be invited back. Yeah, that's I, more what it I'm is. I'm already nervous. I've said too much, but I mostly just said how great Ben I, is. I'm just upset you haven't you haven't uh, said enough. You know what I mean? 
I, I do want to de- d- dive deeper into you know your love for this man, but I think we should probably move on. Okay. I the saw- world. The thing is, do you kind of feel like you've like got this sort of indie band that you absolutely love, and you know that they're about to blow up? Yeah, it's like everyone's about. to You're gonna have to share Ben with the with every other female in America. How does that make you feel? I mean, like, like we left when the um, cocktail party was starting, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like for a number of logistical reasons. But I was also like, well, Ben's busy for the rest of the night, so like, let's just go. <laughs> Let me just like paint the picture. Right, you're watching these women mingle. They're all sort of talking to each other, and then he comes in and he he sort of like says hi to them. Is there a part of you that says, "There's so many women that I could just like slide in and grab a glass of champagne and just sort of like mix"? And then he was he wouldn't like he's there's so many women that he's they saw come out of the limo that maybe he's like, "Oh, I just don't remember that one," and that you can sort of like put yourself on the show. Um. I swear I asked this as a joke. Like, I thought it was, like, a funny line. Like, I was, like, you know, thinking of, like, my talking points and bits before going. Like, this is, like, this is, like, a work thing for me. It's, like, mingling or whatever. And I thought it would be funny if I was, like, um, I said to, like, Chris Harrison, one of the producers, uh, Chris Harrison and I really, we just really had a great time hanging out. Anyway, uh, I was, like, would you guys love it or hate it if I just, like, jumped in and threw myself a bet? And they were, like, uh... And Chris Harrison's like, they don't want to say it, but no, we would not like that. <laughs> so when you started that story, you said, "I swear, I did this as a joke," but there was it's a jokey joke. It's like a it's a ninety percent joke, ten percent like yeah. If they were like that, actually, be really good. Like, why don't you? But I did think that would be like a funny thing to say, like know, knowing the Bachelor how yes. it works and all that. It was really fun. Thank you for having me, Bachelor family. I really enjoyed myself. It was like a really fun evening. Good. Do you and- think there's a part of Chris Harrison that's like, why does this guy get all the attention? No, because like think about all the cast off women that that Chris Harrison can like be around. Yeah, do like, you think Chris Harrison has slept with a woman who has appeared on this franchise? One hundred percent. It would be shocking if he didn't. Okay, because there's just so many pretty women around. Well, he was just recently divorced though. Okay, but even so, so he, it's not like he's been single the entire time. Let's say he's been single for four seasons. That's four. That's still a hundred a pool of a hundred women to pull yeah. from. Who a hundred women who just got broken up with right. are in a foreign country and have like nothing to do for a day and a half. Seriously, I mean like. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely. I mean, and also, like, there's a lot of, like, that seems like a very, like, distinct world that people mm-hmm. are into. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, the once you're in it, it's hard to leave it. Like, like, there was, like, some producers coming up that Ben hadn't seen yet, like, in between the limos coming, and he was, like, very excited to see, like, these familiar faces that he knew from Kaylin's season. Oh, so. yeah, because he's got relationships with all of them. How many human beings are working at work? Oh, there? my God, tons. How many? 75. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Maybe... I think I'm gonna go with that. Um, one thing I want to say about Ben—he got a haircut. Let me guess, it looks great. It's okay. I like I, I did I, I liked his hair better before. It's the Russell Wilson, which is like kind of like the new David Beckham. You know how like that like the like very dramatic like part on the side, the, the Jeff Jeff. Oh Holm yeah, 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 Jeff yeah, 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 yeah. Now yeah. the Russell Wilson is like a haircut. Okay. And Ben wears it fine. It's not my favorite, but um, I was like, oh, that's Russell Wilson hair. Would Ben pass on third and goal in the Super Bowl? Um. Ben would probably do whatever his coach tells him. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was second. Also, Ben's really tall. Like, I, you know, yeah, you know taller how, than me. Yeah. Like six four, six five. Yeah, six four. I think. Can he dunk? He seems like he's athletic. You know, he's friends with Cody Zeller from college. Oh. So, like, I don't know if that means. Apparently, he's really into basketball. I bet. Do you think he can beat me one on one? Probably. He's young. He's young. He seemed yeah. athletic. Yeah. He was just very tall. The I better was you get at parenting, the worse you get at basketball. Well. What's really important in this life? Basketball. Okay. Well, Ball's then maybe, life. maybe you should uh, quit your other job then. Anything else about Ben? You want to move on, Juliet? <sighs> There's still like, tw- you know, half an hour left in the podcast if you want to keep How talking about Ben. How long have we been talking about Ben? 20 minutes? 
Longer, probably about 21, 22. <laughs> this is like the time I did a 16-minute uh, Chandler Parsons chat on NBA After Dark with Chris Ryan. This is embarrassing. Let's move on. Let's move on. Where do we even go from here? Survivor? Let's do Survivor. I like Survivor. Back in. I'm back in on Survivor. I ha- we had a break, like one and a half seasons I did some t- You know, absence, they do say out of sight, out of mind. They also say absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I've, I don't know how there are these sort of like... I think it's both in this case. That's the thing. It's like they're completely like juxtaposed. They're, it's like an oxymoronic two statements. It's but like, they're so like ingrained in the culture, but they mean the exact opposite thing. Right. It's like I didn't know I was missing it, but now that I'm watching it again, I'm enjoying it I'm, I was really enjoying it. I was too. Also, it's really great knowing the people a little exactly because it has like a, the challenge sort of like oh yeah like I like Spencer a lot and yeah. I saw Spencer I was like oh wait, Spencer's back wait 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 yeah wait, wait, I like wait, Spencer wait, wait, wait. what I like Spencer that's weird to me I like Spencer he's like so not your type maybe that's why I like him maybe you know I do think he's gonna stay on the show for very long yeah he's good he's smart huh yeah my brother loves Terry like we once. Went to London with our friend and like mm-hmm. spent an entire day talking about Terry's physical prowess and challenges. He's like the builder guy, right? Yeah, he's the one so building he's, the shelter and like kind of bossing people so around. So he's like a legend. And it's interesting, like being really good at challenges. I wonder like if you ever don't want to come back once you're like 10 years older because you're not going to be as good. It's like parenting yeah. and basketball. You know? and the, one thing I loved about this is is there was a clear division and they, they spoke about it between the sort of old school, old school and new school. new school. The old school are like, hey, like let's survive. Let's build this thing. Let's thrive as a group. And the new school is like, all right, who are voting out. You the know what I mean? The, like, who are we going to turn on? The fact that they even have those designations just shows you that actually the type of people who want to go on Survivor has not has changed. changed. Yeah, it has changed a little bit. I guess, but they're also all really invested in, like, making those divides. Like, I, I feel like one thing <laughs> that a lot of you need to have on Survivor is you need to be good at, like, creating your own narrative, like, as it's happening. Yes. And I feel like all these people can do that. Yeah. Um, who are your favorites so far? So you like Spencer I like inexplicably. S- I like I like Spencer. <laughs> I do not. I like, like Sierra. You do? Uh, yep. And wow. I like... Uh, Abby, the Brazilian Yeah, name? I love Abby. Abby Maria. Yeah. She is nuts, man. Totally nuts. But hey, let me say this, though. All right. So if you didn't, if you didn't watch the show, it's Survivor. It's back. It's good. We're back in on it. We're going to be talking about it. But Abby has some, some personal items that she keeps inside of her bag. The bag is missing. One of her personal items that's very important to her is a bracelet. Time out. I just want to describe the bracelet. Oh, okay, go. It's like a like a swath of leather mm-hmm. with like fake gold bejeweling on it mm-hmm. that that um, snaps on. Yep. This is not the kind of item that can withstand the elements. Like when you're in the middle of Cambodia, there's gonna be bejewels all over the Cambodian beach, and that thing's just gonna fall apart and be a mess. Like I don't know why she brought it. I have one other comment before we go further. Okay, sorry, go for it. I think it's really weird to have a, a season of Survivor where like people actually live, like they're journeying through Cambodia, like through civilization, yes. and they're not like that. Far, they're not like marooned that far away from. That's people. what the producer of Naked and Afraid told me that like oftentimes they're like you know there's like a like a, a community that's only like a few hundred yards off of where they're shooting. That's so weird. Like, I think that's weird. Well, you need to be around I some guess. civilization for, for just the for the crew and yeah. just for, like, electricity, like, charge a camera battery. Like, that stuff comes in handy. But, like, Jeff Probst has very famously said that sometimes he sleeps in tent. Like, he will sleep in a tent, too. Like, 
Just he to- did that like four times. I don't know why I don't. I don't. For some reason, Jeff Rose pissed me off. Interesting. It's because he takes it so serious. So does Spencer. You love like, him. I like Spencer, but Jeff Rose acts like he's like learning something. Like, like he's Alex- like a psychological experiment. Like he's doing like some important work for mankind. It's like no, dude. It's, it's like a Alex Trebek syndrome, where he has yes. all the answers in front of him, but like he makes you feel stupid for not knowing. Yeah. So like, Alex, you didn't know either. You have f-ing reading a card. Yeah. Yeah. What's so good about you? All right, back to Ave Maria. Abby Maria, so she's lost this bracelet. It's important to her. She's lost the bag, and she finds the bracelet where? In PG's bag. PG, how the hell did it get there if you didn't take it? I think this is what happened. How, oh, please explain, Juliet, because I'm kind of with Abby on this one. I think that the bags weren't labeled. Abby just took a random bag, put her bracelet in that they weren't labeled, and then like put it down somewhere, and PG's like, oh, here's a free bag, and she just took it. I'm blaming, blaming Abby. I'm blaming PG. Hold on to your possessions better, girl. No, 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 no. If you, if it's not yours, don't claim it, especially in a survivor environment. It's not like it was just left there from like the locals. Yeah. No, but it's clearly a survivor bag, but they're all, but all the bags are together basically. Yeah. So know which one's yours. Don't steal someone else's bag. Look through it. And you see a bracelet in there, bejeweled and you know, it's not yours. Don't take it. Abby, put your name on your bag. PG, when she, when, when Abby went and confronted PG, PG didn't exactly explain herself very well. Okay. Who is crazy though? PG or Abby? Abby. Okay. So why are you taking the crazy person's side? Because I will review the evidence in front of me and I will not let the prior record of the, of the accused and the accuser, um, you know, justice, justice is blind. Okay. I don't know. Justice is blind. PG was very calm. I found, found her, if she was like nervous about lying, she would have shown that. That's what you're going with? Yeah. You want to know what was so boss when Wu was like so behind and he just jumped in the water and won for his team. I love Wu so much. I hope he wins. I love Wu so much. But I hope he wins. He deserves it. He's great. One thing I love was the juxtaposition of the two yogas. Mm. You know what I mean? We have Joga, Joe, who everyone loves. He's like the Ben H of Survivor. And uh, and he's like leading this Joga class. And everyone's sort of like, you know, following along and enjoying it and learning and sort of like they're bonding through it. And then you have Vetus, who's over on the other camp, just like forcing everyone to like listen to his like yogi vibes and he's doing it really annoyingly he's telling everyone like oh you need to open up your chest and do this this way and over and over and over again repetitively and so like annoying with it that it made me mad at Vetus. he was i did not like him also he just kind of seemed like um like a sexual predator to me the way he was like going up to all the women trying to like be really smooth immediately took off all of his clothes and wore like really flashy i just want to make it very clear that he we are not accusing him of anything no, wrong he he's not done anything sleazy. he does he does have a creepy sort of like yeah. sex vibe yeah it's very he, it's very like i don't know i would be very off put by him yeah not for me i would have voted him out as well um, also, the way he was doing yoga, it didn't, like, seem like real yoga. It didn't. It was, like, stretching. Yeah. Or, like, the what you do, like, in between sets at the gym. It seems like he was playing Twister without the, <laughs> totally. the thing and, the, and then the mat. He was just doing Twister moves is what it seemed like. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that all the women were turned off by him. Yes. They were just like, nah, not for us. Yes. And I think that what you, when you have a show like this, you have to remember that they spend 24 hours a day together. Yeah. So, like, the producers just try to, like capture the overall vibe you know what i mean and i think the idea that they went with this like he's kind of creepy he's annoying storyline that you can just imagine that if they like showed us a live feed how annoying and creepy he was um are you in love with joe no me neither but he seems very popular yes everyone seems to like you just don't have room in your heart for joe because of benny (laughs) (laughs) benny just taking up a lot of room right now i know i know (laughs) um but he seems like a nice kid i didn't watch the season he's one of the only ones i don't know yeah 
Worlds Apart, I guess he was on. I'm just happy to have the show back. Also, I like the challenges. Once you've kind of gotten away from it, you're like, oh, they can like do stuff on these shows. Here's the thing, though. And this is something that me and my wife struggle with. After watching as much Naked and Afraid as I do, mm-hmm. it's just like they've got rice, they've got like chickens, they've got fishing utensils, they've got like mattresses, they've got butlers, they get turned down service. Like it's like, come on now, like, this just, isn't real surviving. This is a television program. But it's, it's apples to apples. It's not apples to apples. It's different. I know. The objectives are different. But honestly, Survivor is closer to dating naked than Naked Afraid. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, that's true. It, that's where we are with this show now. Like, I've seen real survival. It's not this. You've seen quasi-real survival. That's fair. <laughs> but I'm happy to have it back. I'm into it. It's good. It's also like, it feels like a new season. You know, it falls upon us. The Bachelor. The Bachelor's filming. It's not back. I forgot. <laughs> you are such a nerd. <laughs> I also have such a one-track mind. This I know, is I know. horribly embarrassing. Can we talk about Below Deck? I, is it possible? I barely watched it. You want to know why? I forgot to I forgot to record the right the original airings. So then I did like a repeat. Oh yeah, and I didn't do the HD version. Oh, you can't watch that. No. So so, so here's the thing. They've got this this uh, chief this primary charter guest mm-hmm. who Insisting looks sort of like Don Julio. He looks kind of like a like a thumb. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of looks <laughs> like a gigantic thumb with like a polo shirt on. Okay, I know and the type. He needs Don Julio 1942. Is that like a really nice um, It's a good tequila, tequila but like... Is it like, clear? Yeah, okay. I believe so. I'm not positive. Okay. I'm, but like, his obsession with it, it was clear, like, the second he gets on the boat, he's like, give me Don Julio 1942. And then they're like, oh, we're going to work on it. We have Patron and other things. And he just refuses to like, go with the flow. I he wonder... He demands it. Like, can you tell the difference between tequilas? Uh, not really. I mean, like if you if you gave me four shots of tequila, which we do before every podcast, yeah. I, you know what I mean, um, and I would be able to drink all of them. And if they were different brands, I would tell you which one I enjoyed more, or which one was good and which one was bad. But I would never like be like, oh, that's Patron, that's Eradura, or that's Cuervo. Like, I've never even know. heard of Eradura. I probably pronounced it wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. As you know, I'm a vodka girl. Not really familiar with the tequila. I know, I know. Um, I was thinking, so I was thinking about this for myself, like what I insist on one kind of vodka. And the only thing is I know that I don't like Tito's, but like everything else, I'm just like, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, it's it, all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. It's just booze. And that's the thing. It's like, this guy needs to go with that. But more, if that was like slightly annoying. The most annoying thing he did, he opened at least six beer bottles on this television show. Now, my favorite beer is Bud Light. Okay. That's, I like watery domestic American light beer. That's what I like. Sure, I drink IPAs and all that other like hipster stuff, but I really like a Bud Light. So I'm very familiar with a Bud Light bottle. A Bud Light bottle is a twist-off cap. Okay, yes. He opened six twist-off Bud Light bottles with his teeth. Okay, I have a lot of questions here. With his teeth. How with you, his teeth. Do you know how to do that? I can do it, but it's really dumb. Why do people do that? Because it looks cool. Does you know what I mean? Here's when the thing. you do it? What? Does it hurt when you do it? No, but if you do it wrong, you will chip a tooth. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like I've probably done it five times, and every single time, like it was like playing Russian roulette. How you know do you what I mean? Do it? You, you just use. Here's the thing: is you just need a lever, mm. right? Like, the, so here's the thing: if you it's about have physics, yes, show me a, the science behind this. It's a lever. It's a lever. So here's the: thing. if you have, if you have twist off bottles, right? Here's how you get the, the top off. How do you do it? You twist it off. Exactly. There's no other reason to do shirt, anything else. So you don't hurt your hand. Sure, all of that. But like you twist off bottles, like easier comes lemonade. off. If you are stuck in the wild with two um, non-twist bottles, you can use the other one with to open other. it. Exactly. But then when you're left with that last one, right? If you're in the wild, there are there's many things I would do before I went to the tooth. You know what I mean? Like I would find a hard surface and then do like the pop-off thing. 
Right. There's a lot of options. And it's just and he's just he's clearly it doing it to seem like a cool tough guy. It doesn't. You, you just because then it's obvious you're doing it to seem. And cool. also like every time I see someone hard. do it, I'm like, you're just a, you're gonna chip your tooth and you're gonna be in at the dentist. You're gonna be at the dentist with Novocaine and with that like thing in there, you know. And they're gonna tell you to spit. Like you don't want that. No one likes that. I know. It's not worth it. Twist, I mean, the, twist the top off. I go dude. to the dentist like all the time. I'm getting really sick of it. It's tedious. You go to the dentist all the time. Yeah. I have a lot of dental work. Somehow that's the weirdest thing you've said this entire podcast. Really? All the time? Quite I've been I've been going quite frequently for like a year and a half. Good. Teeth look great. Thanks. Thanks so much. Good. <laughs> um I just for some reason I think I'm a little like eh, I'm below deck right now. It's a little eh. I like Rocky. You know what I mean? She's fun to me. She's kind of like once you just accept that she's never gonna make eye contact, she's just not yes, that fun. But I like her energy. She like this she like did a lot she of moved, singing. I like that she moved on from Emil. I like her too. Yeah, Emil like was the worst. He sucks. Emil's a bad human he being. He really sucks. And then they brought in the new guy Dane, who's like all handsome and exactly yeah. what everybody likes. Sure. There is no man for you that is not named Ben Higgins. Yeah. Right now, right. Chandler Parsons right now. or Ben Nage, you have to choose. There's, you have to. This is tough. Well, you have one bullet, right? <laughs> you have, they're like in, in some sense, you have to kill one of these human beings with that bullet. I think Ben Which is one more familiar kill? with my work, believe it or not. This You're is- killing Chandler Parsons. You just shot Chandler Parsons in the face. <laughs> Mark choose- Cuban is so mad at you right now. I think I choose Ben. Really. He just seems like a great person. You're only saying that because you know Chandler doesn't listen to the podcast. That's true. There's no chance Chandler Parsons. If he no does way. listen, he listens to the first three minutes and then does something else. And he'd be like, oh, you're not talking about me? He's, yeah, he's not on. getting to minute 44 <laughs> of this thing. There's no chance. Let's talk about Ladies of London, something else I love. I love Ladies of London. It's really good. It's a great show. It's, it's all, would it be, what percentage worse would it be? Because it's a given without Caroline Stanberry. I need, I need, and, and she has a sister too. She's yeah, sister-in-law, Sophie. Yeah, the Stanberry girls. I love the Stanberries. Me too. Caroline doesn't give a f at all. No, not about at all. anything. She is not nice though. No, she's mean. She is. So she's like always belittling people. I can see where that would grate on you if it wasn't just a TV character. Mm-hmm. And this week they're celebrating um, New Year's 2015, and. Um, I just have, like, a lot of questions about, like, the spaces in which they're having their celebrations. But anyway, Juliet Angus is the host. They're having a formal dinner party. Yep. And two yogis, Julie, who is a yoga teacher, yep. and Caroline Fleming, who is a Danish princess or baroness, She they do headstands. Headstands. And Caroline uses this as a way to insult Julie and say that she's, like, some kind of, like, trifling American who doesn't know the right people. Roll the clip, Joe. Ooh, you think you got yeah, still trying to make it in the London social scene, and where I always know the owner, Juliet knows the busboy. Zing! Shots! Shots! She's got shot, so shot, many shot, of those. Shot. So the whole drama of this thing is is uh, one thing is at a formal dinner. I do not think it's appropriate to do a headstand and show your underwear. I don't think at any social gathering outside of yoga class is that appropriate. No, maybe, I think you know it's fun at a bar or beach. something if you're day drinking. You know what I mean? Do it. Like, I think a bit, but it's just like, it didn't feel appropriate because their vaginas were out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, this is a little weird. It was, they must have presumably a little drunk. Yeah, yes. They but all I, hold their liquor very well, I would say, until the very I, end. Yeah, I don't know about that. It gets a little weird. Well, this night goes on and for, to hold their liquor very well. First of all, Caroline S. is like, she, she, belittles everyone else and she always does it sort of under this like flag of well I'm a bitch who cares yeah and also kind of like well I'm this hoity-toity I know the way to act and the way to be but then she, when it's when the clock strikes midnight she's making out with like some chick <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this girl's doing headstands, but she's not, you know what I mean? Like, making out with girls on the roof of a... Also, 
do we are we sure that Caroline is hoity toity? Like she seems to be in some financial trouble. She has this business called Gift Library. That's not even busy at Christmas it's time. It's not busy at Christmas and it's since gone out of business. I did some research. Oh yeah, yeah. It didn't it also felt like uh she just kind of took meetings but didn't really do any business. She just wanted to have an office with like people waiting on her. She yes. wanted to have like a, a waitress staff for her yes, personal. She wanted life. a staff. Yeah. And so I, I'm not I, it's not proven to me that she's like as great as she claims. Like I think the true rich like uh, our aristocrat is Caroline Fleming. Yes, the 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 Danish gal. The Danish gal, and I also think that she's a little crazy. Caroline Fleming. Yes, definitely a little crazy. I think she's a little kind of like. I looked more into her relationship with the football player um, Nicholas Bentner. Have you heard of him? No. I guess he's like a joke, and he has um, some fans who did like a crowdfunding to buy like one square acre in Scotland, so he would technically be a lord. And now they call him <laughs> Lord Bentner. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is lord now, so they call him that. And they had a kid after dating for like, like either like eleven or eighteen months, not very long. It was her mm. third kid. She was like fifteen years older than him. She basically was like. 37 and he was 22 and they had I a like kid it. together. I like it. It's a little wacky. A little Ashton and Demi. 22 year I was thinking about this with a meal. 22 year old guys are really not the ones you want to be having babies with. Like they're no, just not ready not for that. Not at all. No. <laughs> God, I was the worst at 22. I, think, I hate 22 I think year old David Jacoby. Are. They're just yeah. not ready yet. It's fine. Like they, hopefully they grow out oh, of it. God. A meal, I, have, I hope for him he'll grow out of it as well. But like Caroline doesn't seem to care about that. She had no. a kid with Lord Bentner. Isn't that funny? Like, what if, like, people who love Jalen and Jacoby were like, Jacoby needs to have his own, like, plot of land. Like, we're going to buy him an island. I'm just surprised this hasn't happened yet. I mean, do you want me to start that campaign for you? No, I don't. Okay. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, so the, that happens at the dinner party. There's, like, this whole headstand thing. Julie has to leave the room and go cry. Go cry. At least she left the Annabelle room. goes and talks to her, and then they're like, Caroline, you have to go talk to her. And what? Caroline's the best. Caroline refuses to apologize. I know. You're like an over-apologizer. Yeah. Caroline's the opposite. She's like, I am never apologizing. I never do anything wrong. This is ridiculous. So what you're saying is you combine me and her, you have a perfect woman. No. Oh, okay. No. Anyway, um, what's the point of Annabelle on this show? She doesn't do anything. She's she, hot. I like her. You do? I'm attracted to Annabelle. Interesting. I can see that. She's I'm cool. I'm attracted to her. She's, she's cool. A, also, like, she's she, like an... Doesn't in- she remind you of Radzi? She's like a... Yeah. She's like the UK Radzi. And she's like an individual. She's not like everyone else. Which yes. I, which I like a lot. Yes. She's cool. I kind of can't... So, so let's get to Pajama Gate, right? Okay. So, Wait, let's just say it. We can't stand Juliet. I like Juliet. Oh, you do? And I don't like her, but it's not. She's not in like can't stand. I, li- I do like her directness. You know what I mean? Like she's uh, she's a communicator. She's not holding things in. That's true. You know what I mean? But it's very American of her. She does do this. So as the night goes on, there's lots of champagne, right? They must have taken down like five cases of champagne. They're drinking a lot of champagne. That you can get like a champagne drunk is fun, and you can tell it's like six in the morning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's getting to be like that the wee hours. You know what I mean? Four, five, six in the morning. They're all drinking champagne. For some reason, they all put on like onesies, like head to toe sort of like onesies. Caroline S is dressed as a unicorn. And um, Juliet's husband is like somehow he shows up on the show. I don't I know have, how. I have one rule, which is I do not do dress up ever. No costumes ever. What? I don't do costumes. Halloween? No. What? I haven't dressed up for Halloween since I was like eight. I what? Hate dress up. What? Hate it. When that, the last time you were in a costume was eight years old. Like a really long time. Seriously? Yeah. Why don't you do dress up? I just hate it. I just really don't enjoy it. I've never felt comfortable. You are such a weird person. I'm sorry, I can only be. And me. you don't like pools. No. Okay. I can only be me. Sorry. Okay. Just being honest with you. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real like Dej Loaf. Yeah. So uh, back to this. The so d- then the dress up. So she's dressed up as a unicorn and um, 
Juliet's husband is dressed up kind of like a, a drunken James Bond because he's like got his formal wear still on. And he's lying down on a couch. Julia and Caroline stands on the couch with one foot on either side of him and does kind of like a dog humping motion. But like their genitalia is approximately three and a half feet apart from each other. So it's right. not like they're like dry humping. And Juliet sees it and bugs out. I think I probably would have bugged out as well. I think that's not appropriate. I think it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Juliet handled it poorly. I think that's Caroline fair, right? went on with it for a little bit too long. She did. And I think Caroline was kind of like Trying doing it intentionally to get a rise out of Juliet. But I think that it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Yeah, like then going like sulking in the corner and like pouting like very publicly is not the right exactly. thing to do. Exactly. And then she's that's like, that true. was wrong. You were humping my husband. It's kind of like, not really. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was that malicious. And in that party environment, wee hour in the morning, like, and the husband was so faded. He was just kind of just like lying there. Just like he was so oblivious. It didn't seem flirtatious. He was really drunk. I think Caroline, I think she's fun as a TV character, but someone who's like always like with the biting quips would be very difficult. I do not want her in my life. life. Yeah. yeah. I do not so want like, her in my life. You know, those build up, you're drunk and emotional, and then you see her like kind of like ta- like flirting with your husband even lightly. It's like the probably like the accumulation of the Caroline experience was just like exploding for Juliet. Do you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? Adam and CT fighting on the challenge. Interesting. Because they were wearing pajamas. Yeah. They're like in this serious fight in these they ridiculous like outfits. You know what I mean? It's just like there's something about like the two of them yelling about sort of adultery and like and betrayal while one is dressed as a kangaroo and the other one's dressed as a unicorn. Totally. It's like this is ridiculous. That's hilarious. That's a this great is call. ridiculous. Um, apparently Adam works for Spotify now. Really? Yeah. I have some friends who like had like a business meeting with, with Spotify and Adam came through. I bet Adam is good in a professional environment. I think so. He seems very positive. You know what I mean? He's he's well-spoken. And I I could see him. I could see, like, delegating stuff to him and him knocking it out of the park. Always been very heady. Yeah. Totally. Um, Should we segue to news? Because I have some real-world news. Let's do it. I love this news. The real world's going back to Vegas. Rumored to go back to Vegas. I cannot think of a better place for the real world. It should just always be that, right? What they've done is it's no longer – I was thinking about how influential the first season of The Real World was to me. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I was like, do you know what the perfect person is? That I've basically watched that show and I've tried to model my personality as an amalgamation of all seven of their personalities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure. everyone has a, a little, little Andre, a little, Heather, a little, a little Becky, a little Heather, a little Norm. You know what I mean? Remember? Kevin. Yeah. You know, Eric is it's just like – I just want – this is what I realized. I was, I was on my jog. I was like – I just want to be all seven of those people in one person. That's, that's who li- I want to be. That's really interesting. I think you have a lot of their traits. That's too. my squad goals it, for myself. Nice. That's my squad. All seven of them. And I was just thinking about. Then, then I found myself thinking about why I was thinking about that. And I was like, "This is ridiculous. Like, what is going on inside your brain? You're an insane person." And then I was like, "This show is so important to you. Like, I remember just being so wrapped up in that season. Like, just waiting. I think it was Tuesday at ten. Just waiting for it to come. And this. And then the franchise has." changed so much since then that now it is sort of this kind of like schlocky trashy kind of like shock reality tv stuff and i and i still love it so like they've embraced that so why not go back to vegas like this is not a social experiment this is not like let's learn about this city like it kind of used to be like it is just there for entertainment purposes only so like let's treat it as such and put it in vegas what do you think they should do like all day in vegas other than just partying like do do they have a job this time they had like a fake job last time 
with like kids and the hard rock. Oh hotel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, do you they, think they, 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 they should. They're probably going. I make to... them work at like In and Out. No, no, no. I would make them. I would make them report to Leroy at the pool. Oh my god, good. They call. should all work at the pool and report to Leroy. So Leroy's back in. That's a great call. Right? Yeah, it should become like it should become about a show about Leroy and his employees. Exactly, like Vanderpump Rules. Swap out Lisa. Oh my swap god, in you're Leroy. A there you go. Great call. How easy is that? Yeah, you're so right. I'm so excited for Vandy. When do we get him back? I th- November fourth or something, like a six weeks, five weeks. We should go. We should go to Pump. Okay, again. I liked Pump. Should we I'm do not f- bringing the kid. They want, hated my kid. Do you want any food news there? Food news at Pump. Yeah. Ro- food news on the road. The like yeah. college game day. Yeah. Are people going to stand behind us with signs? Uh, we could probably get like three people to do that. <laughs> I don't think we should do that. That'd be weird. But what would they? I- would they, what would they hate more? People. Going into the restaurant and standing there with signs while we record into a microphones, or me bringing my child. You bring your child. Obviously. Yeah. They at hate children. At, at least that place. the people holding the signs could like order a drink and like <laughs> pay money. Exactly. <laughs> they hated your kids so much. So much. We had a great table though. Lisa was hovering over us because she I wanted know. it. I know. It was so good to see her. And we also befriended our waiter by the end. It was dicey at first, and then he really liked us. He doesn't like me. Um Next piece of news. I'm irrationally excited about this. 90 Day Fiance is coming back. Like Now, I, I randomly looked it up last week. I thought of the people. But then mm-hmm. I saw a commercial for it. And I was like, oh, it's coming back. Great. When does it come back? Um, Sometimes in October. I like the show. I do, too. Also, I think they casted well this season. There's far fewer completely ridiculous couples that you're just like, nah. They were very mismatched. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of them like, this is not working. You people are not going to find a, a union that works. There's a, I, I, there's like, they have like six couples this time. They have more. Mm. So I feel like they're like mixing it up a little bit. But there's a couple that I just wanted to highlight that I'm really Ooh, excited about. T- pitch me. One is a couple that met on Birthright, which is like an American girl went on a birthright trip to England to Israel. I don't know uh-huh. if I said England. And like w- when you go on birthright, you have um, Israeli soldiers or like former just, soldiers. Just that imagine with that you. we have listeners that don't fully understand birthright. Just imagine Wait, that what? there's a listener like that. Wait, yeah, birthright. totally not me. I totally understand birthright. Well, I went on it, so you know about it for me. Yeah. Oh. What exactly oh, is it again? <laughs> you don't know. So it's a trip that's ten days, mm-hmm. all expenses paid. By whom? Um, like various fa- charitable foundations. Okay. That take. Jewish youngsters between 18 and 26 mm-hmm. and tour them around Israel. And kind of the goal is to make them love Israel and like want to like, as they say, make Aliyah, which means move there. Okay. Um, which sometimes happen, but it's really fun. Like it's like, it's like camp. Like you have people just like have a great time and it's like a thing that all the girls try to hook up with like the Israeli soldiers What? that come on their wait, trip. Wait, wait, wait. This is like a known thing? This is yeah. like part of Birthright is trying to hook up with Israeli it's soldiers. It's not like in like the literature, but it's like part of the culture. Have you ever Googled like just Google like hot Israeli female soldier. They're beautiful. They are. Beautiful. They've got guns and they're wearing uniforms. And they've got these eyes. It's yeah, just, they, it is the, one of the best things on the internet. They can also like tailor their uniforms to look best for them. Yeah. So there's some with like skinny fatigue. Yes, know? they look they, great. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, and they've got guns. So it's like a thing that Americans go and try to hook up with Israelis. And, like every once in a while you hear like a crazy story of like some girl who met a guy and then had him come back and live with her or she stayed On reality Israel. television for 90 days and we and all so watch this it. Is, and so this is a birthright couple where she's trying to get her Israeli boyfriend to marry her the 90 days. And I'm like, oh, I love this. This is like... This is great. Like this a should just be a show itself. 
and no, Birthright should be a show. Why is it Birthright a show? I don't know. There's even an M- there was an NBA version this summer when uh, Sheldon Adelson paid for like Buggy <laughs> Chandler yeah, and Omar to go. So great. It was great. Um, so we, that's we've one made couple. up a lot of good shows on this show. Hostel no. Hostel has got to be the Number best, one. but Birthright isn't Birthright bad. Birthright would be really Birthright good. Birthright would be a good show. And also, you could apply it to lots of different cultures. Like, yes, it, it doesn't have to just be Israel. And yeah. like Serge Ibaka could pay for Congolese people to go back yeah. to Congo. Yeah. It would be great. Um, then they have a Mormon couple, so a, a guy who went on his mission on trip. Mission. Yep, and falls in met, love. met a girl, and now where? he's bringing her back. Um, where? Somewhere in Europe, I think. Okay. And his family's worried about her background, of course. Of course. Love it. Then there's... Um, uh, so, oh, I think actually they met in Spain or some, or like Colum- maybe Colombia. She mm-hmm. spent, so that would not be Europe, but I think it was a Spanish-speaking country. You know, I thought Colombia was an island until like two years ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Geography's my bad I'm spot. bad at geography too, yeah. but not that bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then there's a social media couple where like a guy was like asking for recommendations and like a tour guide in Thailand, and then he met her, and then now he's trying to bring her back. And like all these people are close-ish in age, which I like, mm-hmm. which like makes it more believable to it's me. It's not the age. It's not the age that does it for me. It's the attractiveness. Right. Right. You cannot, you cannot really, like, like, really seriously try to have a serious relationship with somebody who is too high or too low on the scale for you. It's true. You gotta it's be, very difficult. You need to be within like ten percentage points of each other. Yes. Like, like yeah, compared to the rest of the population. Oh no, no, I don't think so. My wife is way more than ten percentage points more attractive than I am. She's pretty. She's pretty uh, yeah, attractive yeah. and hip and cool. Yeah. She's like probably the coolest person I know. Um, then there's one really egregious, like 58, 19 year old where he has grandkids. 58 and 19? He's 58 and she's 19. And like his kids are really upset about it. Oh my God. So I'm excited. These are like all promising It's a good show. It's a good show. When's it come back? I think in the middle of October. When do we come back? Next week. And on Monday, what can we do? Food news. Listen to food news. Subscribe to food news. Search for food news on iTunes. And thank you very much for listening to the right reasons. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.